Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Living life tips. Let's talk establishing mealtime routines for children coming from the AOTA tip sheet. Helped by Joy Dahl, OTD, OTRL, who contributed greatly to this tip sheet. Thanks to her and thanks to AOTA's tip sheets. Let's talk about it, and hopefully it'll be very helpful for you and other families. In order to function well in life, our basic human needs, including eating, must be met. Yet mealtime is more than just food consumption. It is a time to be social with others and to develop lifelong health habits and manners. The following tips are from pediatric OTs who have experience with educating parents on establishing mealtime routines. If you want to avoid meltdowns, consider that how because all Children of all ages benefit from routines, have meals and snacks at the same time each day. Routine, structure, very good for kids. If a mealtime is going to change, let the children know ahead of time. This preparation can help to avoid behavior issues that may occur when the child faces unexpected change. You can anticipate your child's needs when visiting family-friendly restaurants. Bring a small toy to keep your child busy, such as crayons and paper. My kids love cars, for example, the Hot Wheels cars, and they love Daniel Tiger, so bring Prince Wednesday or Katarina along. Or bring the crayons or the paper. Bring a light snack like Cheerios so your child doesn't get too hungry, and ask the waitress to bring the child's food as soon as possible. Many times my wife and I will actually order our kids' food first, let the kids' food come first, and then our food come later because we can wait better than kids can. Kids don't have such good delayed gratification. They don't have such patience, such ability to wait such a long time. So let their food come first, and our, and our food can come later. And then we could eat while they eat, and that would be great. Many times when my wife and I go away or go to different restaurants or we bring the kids with us, there's like a set amount of time, like a 40-minute window that for some reason after that amount of time we're out we have to get out where they only have certain amount of time that they could last i don't know if it's just our kids or all kids but there's a set amount of time a lot of times the kids can can handle themselves in a restaurant so try to do things as fast as you can look in advance at the restaurant's menu look think in advance what you're in the mood for what you want to eat get the kids ordered first and get their food out first because if you only have a small time frame like sometimes we do with our kids it's a way to avoid those meltdowns avoid crowded times when service is slow and plan visits around your child's nap time to avoid outbursts the worst is when you go and the kid is having a meltdown and he really needs to have that nap you're not going to accomplish anything good you're not going to enjoy the experience the kid is not going to enjoy it everyone's going to look at you you're going to feel mortified nobody wants that so just get that night that nap time in when you can sometimes if the kids fall asleep in the car we'll eat in the car because you have to make do at least we have the food and we could eat and you could go to a nice location like overlooking a lake overlooking a pond or the park and this time this way you could still eat and the kid can still sleep so you try to figure out what you can do as parents we try to figure out what we can do If you want to increase participation and responsibility, think about how meal planning can be fun for children and help them learn daily skills. Involve children in preparing meals whenever possible. Be creative. Even giving small children a pan and a wooden spoon to bang on will help them feel involved. Activities involved in preparing meals may include food shopping. Ask your child to help pick out items at the store needed for an upcoming meal. A lot of times I'll switch off taking which kid is awake 
one time I'll take my older son, another time I'll take my younger son, but they actually really love shopping and I let them take the item and throw it in the in the carriage. So hopefully it's not something that could break or spill, such as a yogurt, but they feel great helping. Everybody likes to see the kids out and about in the store and it actually makes it an interesting, engageable experience for you and the kid. And then everybody who sees them think it's cute. We think it's cute and it's wonderful. Hopefully if they're not melting down or having nap needing nap time or things like that, let them be involved. Older children can help calculate food costs and read labels for nutritional content. Let the kids help set the table. Let them get items needed for mealtime, like salad dressing from the refrigerator. Even very, very young kids can help. I think I've mentioned this before. My older son loves to help unloading the dishwasher, loves to help give me spoons and forks and the light, especially if we're setting the table. Sometimes they'll help me even give the napkins or cups and the like. They could help carry napkins or plates to the table. They could also help cleaning up. Your child learns sequencing and responsibility when asked to help wipe the table with a spritz bottle and cloth. And even more so than that, if they make spills on the floor, which happens all the time here and many times with many other kids, if they clean it up, they learn responsibility. They learn how not to do these things and how to clean up things if they do happen, if spills do happen. If you want to promote healthy habits, think think about how mealtime sitting at a table with no TV or electronics can send the message that mealtimes are for eating and talking. No TV, no cell phone, no electronics is really great, very good, encouraging the social interaction, encouraging the face-to-face contact, encouraging the interpersonal skills of the family, the parents and the kids, allows for eating and talking and the real wonderful aspect of sitting down together at the end of the day and just talking as a family. How was your day? Tell me what was troublesome, what was not, what was positive, what was not. And then everybody can be involved. Distracted eating may encourage overeating and decreases socialization because the focus is not on the family members or the meal itself. Giving children assigned seats at the table with a placemat can help them identify their space for eating. Encourage each child to take one bite of a new food. And remember, it will probably take several tries before the food will be accepted or liked. The expectation to try new things will help children learn to do this on their own and will encourage a balanced diet. If you want to develop cooperation and socialization, consider how serving food family style allows children to develop communication skills, social skills, and fine motor skills by passing the plate and requesting what they want to eat. Caregivers can role model and use manners to help children learn how to behave at mealtime, engage everyone at the table in a ritual of gratitude, whether it is a prayer or an opportunity to talk about the day. Tell me something great about your day. Tell me one thing you did that was really kind. Tell me one thing that you did that was really positive. Tell me one thing that you loved about your day and tell me something that you didn't love. And let's talk about how to get through it. This turn-taking activity helps children learn the social aspects of eating and prepares them for interactions in the school cafeteria. We're going to talk next time about the mealtime experience in the cafeteria. So hold your horses and join us then as well. And if you want to promote positive behavior, if a child does not behave appropriately at mealtime, asking the child to leave the table until the behavior improves is appropriate. Role modeling and praising positive behavior also helps. If you need more information, pediatric OTs promote participation of all children and their families in everyday activities or occupations, including mealtime routines. 
when there is a particular area of concern, the OT can create an individualized strategy based on the child and family-specific needs. These tip sheets come from AOTA. There's great information at AOTA.org. And join us next time as we talk about the cafeteria, creating a positive mealtime experience, which we might break it down into two or three parts. We'll see here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.